There are changes coming, and if anybody knows that, that is Howard Tolman. I first met Howard, my gosh, I think I think it was when you were the co-founder of Tribeca Flashpoint College, and then you went on to be the CEO of 1871 in Chicago. It's an entrepreneurial hub for digital startups, which is ranked number one in the world, and then executive director of the Ed Kaplan Family Institute and now general managing partner for the Chicago High Tech Investment Partners, G2T3V, two early stage venture funds. Did you just hear all that chaos about Kanye and the last caller? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised that the last caller was able to learn how to dial the phone. Okay, uh, here's a deal, Howard. He identified yeah. himself as a rabbi to my call wow. Which we now know is not true. So he was just trolling, and so it is what it is. You know, we move past that. You know, uh, you know, Kanye came to visit uh, my students at uh, IIT uh, back in the days when he was theoretically sane. But um, you know, I just, I really just feel sad. I mean, I think that uh, he's pathetic at this point, and it sort of reminds me of a of a bullfight. You know, I mean, everybody's taking shots at him, and he's running around. And I just, you know, people were happy to use him. Uh, you know, to, it's reminds me in a way of, you know, all these people that sort of thought they could control Trump. You know, they were happy to take advantage of you know him and use him for their own profits and stuff. And now they're all, you know backing away but he was always who he was i mean he was always you know nuts and uh, so it's it's just sort of pathetic at this point really yeah it really is uh we're watching i believe someone spiral out of control and i hope that as that podcaster told him you got to have somebody you can trust you know somebody that will reach out and help you howard tolman is with us there are millions of people who have read his article on inc.com today it's titled fasten your seatbelts it's going to be a bumpy ride and it's um it's really connecting with me because there is one part of your article that says the emotional recession is certainly here and i feel that yeah yeah i look i think that you know we'll have a few months of arguments about you know is it technically this or is it technically that but you know, the, it's it's really an issue. It's always an issue of psychology and, the, you know, the public's sort of appetite for what's going on. And I just think everybody is, uh, you know, feels a little beaten up. Everybody feels a little lethargic. And it's, you know, it's going to be tough uh, to just get back into the swing of things. And I think the other thing is, I mean, I, I just feel like... We're going to get past this November in just a couple of weeks, whatever that means uh, and whatever implications that that brings. But that's just the beginning of two years, you know, until 2024, where we're just going to have so much sort of ambiguity that it's going to be hard for people to make plans, to make commitments, to build businesses. So I just think it's, it's a tough time. And, and the point of the article was like, look, if you're facing this kind of uncertainty, you know, maybe the best and most prudent thing to do is hunker down and pay attention to the things you can improve, the things you can control, the investments, the repairs, the rebuilding that you can do, and just, you know, sort of batten down the hatches because, you know, we, we really are going into a period where we've we've never faced stuff before. We've never faced a 
a situation where in two or three weeks, instead of emerging realistically with uh, a set of election results, almost regardless of how it turns out, we know that we're going to have, you know, hundreds of lawsuits and thousands of complaints and all kinds of claims. Uh, and sadly, you know, that's that's in a way what our media thrives on. It's not They don't thrive on, you know, all the trains that arrived on time. They thrive on every crisis, every aggravation. And, you know, we're just going into what looks to me like a couple of years of that. And, and it's just so destructive. It's really it's really sort of uh, unfortunate. And what is your message to entrepreneurs and CEOs who are listening right now, Howard? Well, look, I, I think the answer is, you know, there's things you can do in your business. You know, you're trying to get back on your feet. You're trying to reconnect to your customers. You're trying to reestablish trust, which is something that's critical for businesses. Your clients and your customers have to have confidence in you that you'll deliver. And in the meantime, you know, this is a good time to be training your people. This is a good time to be fixing the stuff that you never had time to pay attention to because you were growing so fast or moving so fast, you know. Um, and it's, you know, it's just a lot of maintenance right now. But, you know, that's probably the best way to make your own people not nervous, you know. Moonshots and, hey, we're launching five new ideas and we're going to go international next week. I mean, these are all things that people are going to look at you like you're at least half crazy. (laughs) And I just think that a better strategy is to be calm and slow and steady and consistent. And that'll reassure your customers and your people that at least you have a plan because nobody knows a year from now what what our country is going to look like in so many different respects. I mean, this, the war in the Ukraine could go on. The market could go crazy. We could have all these, you know, crazy things where people keep saying, well, you know, we're going to force the United States to default on its debt. I mean, I, I don't know how you can do rational business planning in that kind of an environment. So all you can do is try to control and build off of what you can control, you know, personally. And I also think, by the way, and I I wrote this a couple of weeks ago, it's really important with your new employees who are going to be even more scared about what the future looks like to reassure them that there's a plan and there's a path and that the company is a good place for them to be or else, you know, they'll be leaving and going to chase whatever next fantasy they want to pursue. Well, I appreciate you giving us some time today, Howard. The article is posted on Inc.com. Howard has been one of the most active and successful entrepreneurs in the country and personally founded more than a dozen high-tech companies. So we look to you let for... Me, Lisa, let me, just, let me just say one other thing, because you opened with uh, changes by you know, David Bowie. And, yeah. And, you know, part of, the, part of that song is, is really about... The fact that the kids today don't, you know, they don't trust their their parents. They don't trust the people that, you know, they they work for. And you know, this is. I mean, we're we have a crisis in trust in this country, and that's what's really frightening. Is you know, if you don't trust somebody, how are you going to have a relationship with them in any in any material sense? So, and I love that you included the lyrics. So I have my lyrics. fingers crossed. <laughs> we all have our fingers crossed. Thanks, Howard. Okay. Talk soon. Steve has your news next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom.